You're about to enjoy an It Takes Three Network podcast. When the white tents blossom in Bryant Park, it can only mean one thing. Fashion Week. The time of year when any Park Ave princess would trade her last Prada brochette for front row seats to the best shows. And we hear the seating chart for Eleanor Waldorf's show is being made by our very own What's up, guys? Welcome back to Three Gossip Girls, a Gossip Girl podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Michelle. And this week we watched season two, episode five, The Serena Also Rises. It aired on September 29th of 2008, directed by Patrick Norris and written by Jessica Queller. In the midst of Fashion Week, a furious Blair learns that her mother, Eleanor, at the suggestion of her protege, Jenny, has given Serena and her new socialite friend, Poppy Lifton, front row seats to Eleanor Waldorf's show. Hurt once again by Serena's popularity and her mother's betrayal, Blair decides to sabotage the show. Meanwhile, Dan starts hanging out with Chuck, but a walk on the dark side always has its risks and Dan learns that the hard way. Lily learns a secret that her new husband, Bart, has been keeping from her. Oh, God. That's mm. a big summary, right? Yeah. <laughs> but they touched upon everything. Yes. Before we get into the episode, as always, I'd like to tell our listeners what the glass full of gossip this week was. Black tea with a shot of apple cider vinegar, some manuka honey, and splash of you know, a zest of cinnamon with a lemon garnish. Mm. I decided to call that... The Lifton Lemon instead oh. of Lipton, Lifton for Poppy Lifton. You're so good at this. Thank you. I felt I felt like the apple cider vinegar was like giving us the pep. He did some big energy. So I kind of played on Lifton with Lipton, so vice versa. And good. We feel good, right? Yeah. I mean, I I love apple cider vinegar Same. with warm water and honey and lemon. So when you were like, this is what we're drinking tonight, I was like, awesome. Yeah. I don't know how this fits at the episode, but I love it. <laughs> it sort of fits. It definitely the energy fits. energy level. Yeah. And plus, we come back from after New Year's and like been eating maybe a little too much. You want something yes. to de-bloat you. It's supposed to, it's, apple cider vinegar is good for so many things. It's yeah. good for like acid reflux and immune system and, and acne. And even topically. And right. Everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... If you guys try it at home, please tag us and you'll see the recipe on Instagram and Twitter like always. Love it. Let's get in to the episode. We start at Waldorf Designs. Blair and Eleanor are discussing seating charts for her upcoming show. Yeah, it's fashion week. It's fashion week. Everyone's crazy. Everyone's running around. Eleanor is asking Blair if Serena is coming and if she's coming is she going to work ba- backstage with Blair like they do every year? It's tradition. Yeah. And Blair says, of course, of course she is. She's my best friend. She definitely is going to. Blair decides that, not even decides, she kind of decides on her own that she's going to put her best friends in the front row. Yes. She's going to put, uh, no, the minion she's going to put in the second row. Not the first row. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. the second right. row. She right, asks right. Uh, Eleanor, is this okay if I bring them? She's like, of course. And then she, and Eleanor is like, they'll love you for it. Yeah, so which we yeah. know why Blair's doing it, right? To gain the to gain points. the right to to get the respect back of the girls because last week the switch happened and Serena's the queen, 
So the girls follow her. Whatever she says goes. And Blair feels threatened by that. So I actually thought that because Serena was so like the look in her eyes last week, I thought she was going to be a little bit more bitchy. Like cutthroat. Yeah. Well, she we get there. But in the beginning, she's really not. She's not. No, but. As the episode goes on, yeah, we'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. But she's she still thinks she has her friend that's always had her back and is going yeah. to support her. So yeah, we understand that. Yeah. Next scene, we have Dan and Jenny walking to school. Dan is explaining to her he actually doesn't want to go to Dartmouth anymore. He wants to try and pursue Yale. And that he needs someone to write him a good letter of recommendation, which we know the author he internship over the summer kind of gave him the boot because (laughs) of everything that happened with that. And so he reached out to Noah Shapiro, another author, and he's um, hoping he's going to get that letter of recommendation from him. Yes. And then Dan goes into school. Little does he know, Jenny is saying, I'll be right there. But she's actually hauling a cab to go work at, at Eleanor's. Because it's fashion week and she's, she's skipping, skipping school. She's skipping school. Yeah. Which I was like, oh, is she skipping school? I'm like, mm-hmm. She has been skipping she's school been for skipping quite some school. time now. Yeah. It's not a good situation for her. Yeah. I mean, it is, but it, it's it, it is. It is not. to build this career for yourself, but you know, you're still in high school. Yeah. Watching her skip school and go through the motions of what she's going through as someone who is in their 30s, I'm like, much respect. Right. But then right. you're like, oh, hold up. You're still in high school. Yeah. If you're her parent, you wouldn't think that so yeah. much. Yeah. So there's where we were talking earlier of the perspective of watching this yes. with older eyes. And right. for you, you've seen this before. Right. But it's different. It's definitely different. Yeah. At the Vanderwoodson house, we have Lily and Bex. Remember Bex? Yes, I do. Yes. And so Bex is showing her all the new pieces that she's brought into the house. Lily's very pleased. And Serena comes down even, and she's complimenting, saying that Bex is a great... um, A curator? Yeah. 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 So Serena comes down the stairs as she's showing the art, and she's saying how she got home late because her and her new friend Poppy were at the MoMA, and, you know, not to worry, Mom, there was no alcohol involved, and, you know, we were good girls. And so Bex hears this, and she's like, I'm sorry, are you talking about Poppy (laughs) Lifton, like the big socialite? And Lily answers and says that they've been getting chummy with each other. They met and now they're they're, inseparable. They're inseparable and they're having a good time with each other. And so Lily and Bex then move in to another room. And Lily mentions that there's a space on the wall that she wants this specific piece of art, the Maplethorpe piece. Okay. I was like, this, she is definitely saying Maplethorpe. 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 (laughs) Maplethorpe. Maplethorpe. Serena asks if this is that painter that paints all like the naked guys. And Lily's not, Lily says, not only naked guys. So Serena's like, oh my God, mom, did you pose? That's so cool. You're the coolest mom ever. And uh, she would love to get this painting, specific painting for her, for their house. Yeah, of course. Yeah. We go to school. Chuck and Blair are their typical selves. He's trying to help her. Yeah. He's like, do you need my help with taking down Serena? Blair says, I don't need you. I got this myself. Yeah. And this was Chuck's plan all along. Right. He wanted wanted her to be vulnerable. To to have the need for him again. Right, right, right. Yeah. And Blair 
pretty much says to him that her crown isn't in jeopardy because she's giving all the girls VIP access to the fashion show. Yeah. And they're excited, but it ultimately gets taken away because they see Serena and Poppy are in a magazine together. Um, it was the like workwear women's wear daily. Oh, women's wear daily. <laughs> WWD. And so the girls are so excited. They're like, Oh my God, Poppy looks so fun. So nice. And so Serena comes over and the girls are asking her all these questions about Poppy and her relationship and how Poppy is in real life. And Blair sees all of them kind of just completely ignoring the fact that she got them the tickets and everything. And she gets up to leave. Serena says, where, where are you going? And she's like, I'll leave you to your, like, your fans. Yeah. So Blair's already, you can yeah. see. But Serena's totally unfazed by all this attention she, about Poppy. Right? Because I know. I don't know. Like, Serena... When she does things like this, it's such an effortless, this is who I am. It's not a big deal. I don't need to brag about it or make a big stink about it. So this isn't really resonating with her with the fact of, oh, my God, my friend is hurt. My friend who's the queen. My friend who was the queen. Who was the queen. But then you see later on, we'll talk about it. She does realize she's taking this away from Blair. No, she, right. You know, and we'll talk about how it is. Everything's usually very easy for her. So if it's it makes it a difficult situation because yeah. Serena doesn't realize the positions she's putting herself in. Right. And she generally comes out with, you know, nothing phasing her and, and everything is easy. She exactly. comes up on top. As Blair leaves, that's when she runs into Chuck again. And he pretty much says, like, watching her fail is making her, him, like, really, really happy. Because <laughs> that's normal, right? Thanks, Chuck. Yeah, and so she comes back saying, like, he literally makes everyone miserable, and that's when she says you're not even human, and you pretty much are, like, a step above being Dan Humphrey. Right. (laughs) Or, like, you're pretty much equal to being Dan Humphrey and having no friends and no one respects you. Yeah, she says, like, you know, at least uh, his lame 90s dad likes him. Right, at least that. And talking about Dan. Right. Then we pan to Dan. He is meeting with this Noah Shapiro. A.K.A. Michael Douglas. Right? He looks very similar to Michael Douglas. Yes. He informs him that all of his stories are boring and they're about the same things over and over again. And when he sent him his original five stories, they were better. And now the storyline is pretty much the exact same thing. Like a a kid who's... (laughs) Lives in Brooklyn with his dad. And, you know... He's a naive kid. Pretty much that's what the story stories are about. And he wants him to get something different. He's Dangerous. like, go out, get some ex- like life experience and do something completely different than what you're what, what you've been doing. And maybe you'll come up with something with teeth. It's funny because usually people always give the advice of write what you know. Yeah. And Dan even says that, too. He's like, I but I am yeah. writing what I know and he's a 16 year old kid. Like what else does he know besides but that? Padge is so lame that what he knows <sighs> is that that's is all he knows. Not entertaining and not good. Right. And therefore translates that into his writing. <laughs> Unfortunately for him. Kid with a lame ass 90s right? dad in Brooklyn. Sorry, Padge boy. We go back to Waldorf designs. Eleanor is panicking over preparations that kind of like subsequently leads to like Jenny's workload being even more strenuous. Is it the Mark Jacobs show that's going on at the same they time? They said that there's Mark Jacobs is going on. Yeah, exactly. They're going on at the same time, and that a lot a lot of the guest list has been cut because nobody's really coming. That's of social standard to right. Eleanor's show. Yeah, and so then 
they go over the seating list again and Jenny says, well, why don't you put like Serena and Poppy in the front because they are like the it people right now, at least, at least for the generation. Sure. It makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. And she said they were in this magazine and people are talking about them. So it'd be really good for your show if you put them in the front row. I mean, that's a, that would be a great idea if Blair didn't have a problem with it. But later on, we know if she does. Yeah. At the Vander Woodson's, Dan approaches Chuck. This is hysterical. <laughs> he explains to him he wants to go out of his comfort zone, wants to, you know, understand Chuck more. And Chuck already is like, no, 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 this is not happening. I'm not into this. And Dan convinced him to get into the elevator. And he, he reluctantly says yes and agrees to help Dan with his, like, he wants to see the world thing. through Chuck Bass. Yeah. And then Chuck goes, you want something different? Are you gay? Are you gay? <laughs> and Dan's yeah. like, mm, not even for me. No, that's out of my comfort <laughs> zone. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely not where, where I'm going towards. But yeah. Yeah. So they're going to have a little day date. <laughs> sort I of. like it because we never see. I like when they pair people together that we usually that we don't, don't see, see hang too. out. Right. And people, two people that in the beginning of this show hated each other. Oh, they, yeah. they still don't like each other. Right. But they tolerate it. Right. They're, it is they're, what it is. They're tolerating each other because we're in the same circle. Right. Kind yeah. of. Sort of. Right. Yeah. Because now Padge is not really in that circle anymore. He's not dating Serena. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We go back to the Vander. I'm um, sorry. Not the Vander The Waldorfs. And Blair is like shit going crazy. She's screaming at Dorota. Like so stressed out. So upset. Saying how all the minions, like she made them, and now they're all like turning their backs on her. And the seating chart has changed. Yes. And then she notices the seating chart and she's like, Who did this? What the hell? And Dorota's like, Um, Miss Eleanor <laughs> said that Miss Jenny touched it. <laughs> and Blair is like, Didn't this girl learn her lesson? Don't mess yeah. with me. Yeah. And as she's leaving, she runs into Laurel and Jenny, and she's like, You did it again didn't I teach you that your lesson the first time? And Jenny's like, what are you talking about? And Blair explains that that was her uh, job was to do the seating chart and you touched it and you messed it up. Why did you put Serena and Poppy in the front row? And Jenny's like, I, like, sorry. How would Jenny know? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And Blair says, you never learn your lesson. Yeah. Mm. Meanwhile, Chuck and Padgy boy are at a bar and Chuck gets a round of like six shots, passes the, the tray along and is like, here you go. Drink. Dan takes a shot in his hand. He holds a shot. And so Chuck pushed it back. He's like, no, you need to take another one. And Dan's like, I'm good with one. He's like, you either like shit or get off the pot. Like we're, we're not messing around here. Yeah. Also, this is only a chaser for what I have in store for you. He opens up his hand. <laughs> With the two little pills in it. Drugs. Drugs. And we don't know. Some sort of mystery drug. Who knows what these pills are. It's him the pill. And he's like, this is it. You either leave or you do it now. And so Dan takes the pill and chases it with the shots. After that, we go back to the Vander Woodson house where Lily is actually having Serena and Poppy for dinner. And this is when we get to finally meet Poppy in the flesh. We've been only hearing about her. I'm glad she's really nice. She seems to be nice, right? I mean, I don't know what she's going to be like or if this is it of Poppy, but she seems like a really nice socialite. Right. She seems to be a good friend to Serena. Yeah. Yeah. We actually didn't really talk about that before, but Eleanor approaches Blair and says that Lily gave the okay for Serena. Like they agreed that Serena would sit up front and Blair's already mad because that's not their tradition. She usually... Yeah. goes behind stage with her and so 
Lily then tells Serena she like okayed this, and Serena's like, but Blair's gonna be so mad. But Poppy reassures her, like, it's fine. We'll just send her to the after party, Mark Jacobs after party with us afterwards. Like, we'll work it out. And so Serena's like, oh, I guess, like, she'd be okay with that. Yeah, but there you can see, too, is Serena still cares. She does. Yeah. I think it's just the way that these girls handle everything. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And they also have really poor communication with each right. other. Right. So uh, Serena and Blair, especially, they don't spit things out when things should be spit out. Right? They kind of just blow up afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. But that's that's how their relationship has been from the beginning. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So they haven't learned their lesson. Then Lily gets a call from Bex. Apparently, someone has bought the painting, the maple, the uh, Maplethorpe painting that she wanted. She says, "Whoever it is, find out and then make them a better offer." Because she's she wants this painting. She's not going to stand for not having it. So M- Michelle then goes, "Oh, Rufus bought it." I really because Rufus has the art gallery, right? It would make he sense. Find over Lily. They had such a connection. I was like, "I bet it's Rufus." Right? That would have been a great guess. Yeah, it would make sense. Yeah. Speaking of Rufus, we go to the Humphrey loft, and Blair's at the door with a. Uh, chicken noodle soup in her Looks hand. Delicious. Looked delicious. It looked like a really nice, like gourmet chicken noodle yeah. soup. You yeah. know, Rufus is curious as to why she's here and why you bring Jenny's soup. And Blair says, "Oh, Mrs. Qu- Professor Queller, headmistress Queller, said that Jenny has a horrible case of mono, and that's why she's been missing school for ten days. Ten days." And Rufus is, I think you have, you know, your facts are mistaken. And he then questions Blair, saying, like, I know you don't have good intentions when it comes to my child. And Blair gives it back to him and says, well, I have Queller on speed dial if you'd like to speak with her, to, you know, to get your facts straightened out. And then she leaves. We go back to uh, Dan and Chuck. <laughs> and they're in the limo, Chuck's limo. And Dan's like definitely high he's, freaking out a little I bit i feel like he's not as high as i expected him to be yeah and yeah. i also suspected that chuck didn't take the drug he might have not because i feel that chuck is like yeah let me entertain yeah, myself yeah. with this and i'm just going to babysit you right. and be entertained by or you or maybe he does this a lot so it kind of doesn't affect him as right. much as it would with a high Dan. tolerance level but i could totally see him not doing it because chuck didn't waiting. act any different or nicer, or anything. Right, right, right. And then he's, like, playing a game with him. Dan says, he's like, I'm so hot. And he's like, so take off your shoes. Takes off his shoes and then tells him to get out of the limo. And Dan's like, what the hell? And he's like, you were just my entertainment for the night. And, like, we're through. Kicks him out without his shoes. Yeah. So now he's walking shoeless down (laughs) a street in New York City. He's like, wait, I'm not uh, in Brooklyn anymore. not even in Brooklyn. Yeah. Then we go back to the Waldorfs, and Rufus arrives, not at Waldorf Designs, not at their house. Yeah. Um, Rufus arrives to pick up Jenny because he knows that that's where she's been. And she's, like, trying to get like, her, she's making her dress at this time. We don't know what she's making, but, um, and he pretty much says to her, like, your duties here are done. This is not continuing. You've been lying to me, and you've been missing school. I, like, he can't believe this. And as they're leaving... Blair is with her, with him. Jenny sees her and, you know, puts two and two together. Like, this is why I'm in trouble now. The next day, Jenny is trying to explain to Rufus how she's been kind of handling school at the same time as Fashion Week. Girls have been emailing her the assignments and 
She claims that this is only going to happen during fashion week because she just wanted to make sure she got everything done and it's perfect because, this is, you know, this is Eleanor's show. Uh, Rufus is pretty much uninterested in what she has to say and says that he set up a meeting with headmistress Queller in order to save her reputation at the school and not get ex- expelled or whatever she was going to do to her. Yeah, and it's Saturday. And it's Saturday, so yeah, and a- Jenny is pissed. So here I see both sides. Obviously, you see the parent. I'm not a parent, right. but again, you're in high school. You need to go and finish out right. your high school. Yep. But then with Jenny... Look at you making it work. And she's talented. It's not like she's just doing something to do something. No, she's she's good at what she's doing. Yeah. And then later on, we see how much recognition she gets for being yeah. this good. Yeah. So, yeah, she's it's a tough spot it's, for the audience. It's like I, I do see her as like, oh, bratty Jenny. But also it's like, well, you are doing something to further your career. It just sucks that you're so young to be doing this and you're chasing your passion yeah there has to be a happy medium right there but apparently to homeschooling right or something along the line so right something where you can balance both things yes but because eleanor thinks she's doing an independent study Yeah, yeah she does yeah at the waldorf's serena comes to see blair Oof, this is rough and within a minute they're already arguing about Serena's spot in the front row and their traditions and how how uh, Poppy is kind of like you can see that Blair is threatened by this relationship so then Serena pretty much ends the conversation with like I'm going anyway and I'm gonna be sitting in the front row like don't you know this is happening anyway also the whole I mean, Serena went there to discuss with Blair yeah. about how sh- this situation kind of got to where it is. Right, but, but right. But Blair cuts her off, and she's also was going to invite her to the after party. So Blair doesn't right. even let her speak, but she Blair doesn't. actually doesn't want to hear what she's serving. Nope, she does not. And, like, w- in this whole scene, do you have a side? I, it's As much as I understand where Blair's coming from, I still don't choose Serena over her, but I understand Ooh, interesting. what Serena, like, I get, like, Serena now, she couldn't even get her words in. Yeah. And Serena <laughs> makes a good point when she's, like, fine, I won't come, and then Poppy won't come, and then the whole- Right, right. She does make a good point. Two rows won't come, and then what are you going to tell your mom? Right. I mean, because that right there, you're just screwing over your mom. You are. Blair. Yeah. She she makes a great point with that. Yeah. But also the way she said it, though, and I know she's already no, mad manipulative. At yeah, she was no, manipulative. I, I, I get what ammo she's using yeah, yeah, and yeah. why, but Blair is just, Blair, she's such a sad girl. Right, I know. And she's so there. insecure. She's incredibly insecure. I was just going to say that. Like, that's the whole entire reason why they have such issues in their friendship is yeah. because Blair is so insecure and Serena is just, she does everything with ease and it just comes just naturally such to confidence. her. Yeah. And they're just completely different. Yeah. Elsewhere, Dan gives another story to Noah, the story <laughs> that happened to him the night before. And Noah's still like, this is not interesting. I'm not interested in this. He says, however, he likes this Charlie Trout character. Charlie Trout. Who we know is based off of Chuck yeah. in real life. And he instructs him to find out what Charlie's secret is and kind of get, 
you in know, the mind some, of him. Yeah, something else that he can use, like get into the depth of this person. And Padge is like, I don't want to get to know this person at all. And Noah's like, you're already like disliking your protagonist in this story. Like that doesn't make any sense. You have yeah. to be this person. Yeah. And so Dan then wants to go and get another shot with Chuck. Of course. At Constance, we see a very quick scene of Jenny waiting to go into Headmistress Queller's office. Gets a text from Laurel. Get down here ASAP. The models Ign- are arriving. Yeah, exo- uh, she ignores that, heads into the office. And that's the last we see of that part. Of Jenny in the of school. Of Jenny at school, yeah. Then that night at the Vanderwoodsons, we have Bex coming back to Lily to tell her that Bart was actually the one who purchased this painting. What a twist of events. Which sounds super romantic. It does. And she says, oh, he knows you so well. He must have bought this for you as a gift. And it's just super exciting not to worry. And Lily's like over the moon, so happy that now she gets to still have her painting. And And she feels she married the right man because he knows exactly what she wants and who she is. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah. What a hot mess of that. Yeah, the stars in her eyes. Yeah, she was extremely happy. Yeah. It it almost felt like it gave her validity for her marrying Bart. Right? She's like, oh, I did the right thing. I did the right, oh my gosh. (laughs) This money was all, that was it. I made the the right decision. Yep. We finally have the Eleanor Waldorf fashion show and Poppy and Serena are arriving. When Serena gets there, she sees Poppy's name is in the front row, but next to her is not Serena. And Serena calls over an assistant and she's like, my name is supposed to be here. And Blair comes over and she's like, oh, no, it's not. You're sitting in the back with all the rest of them. Then Jenny comes over and Jenny's like, this isn't right. Serena's supposed to be sitting in the front. And she tells the assistant, she's like, put Serena's name back in the right in the right chair. And Blair looks at her. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. Who are you like yeah. trying? Yeah. Trying to battle here. This poor assistant. Right. It's crazy. And so then Eleanor comes over and she's like, what's the what's the mess with this? And Jenny's like, oh, well, Serena's spot wasn't saved for her. Someone moved, Someone moved it. it. And then Serena goes, yeah, I know who. Blair and Eleanor looks at Blair. She's like, come on with this petty bullshit. I don't need your dramatics. This is my night. And like, let it go. I know. Like, that's what I've been saying this whole time. Like watching it. I'm like, just tell her to mind her damn business and leave because being a brat, she's ruining your show. This is business right now. Exactly. Business. And then Eleanor praises Jenny. She's like, thanks for your help, Jenny. Like, let's go back and do whatever we have to do. Leaves Blair there. Which is so hurtful. Yeah, it is. She's choosing someone over her own daughter. But then again, her daughter's being really immature. And and there's lots of angles here. Definitely. She's losing her best friend to another girl. Her mother's choosing another daughter. (laughs) Over her. You know, over her. It's so true. Yeah, there's a lot of like internal battles, especially with Blair in this episode. It's sad. It is. At the bar, though, Chuck is obviously sad, calling his dad. He just wants to talk to him. And see him. And see him. Maybe they can catch up. He hasn't seen him in a while. Bart's like, what's this about? Are you in trouble? What's happening? And Chuck's like, can I just call you to say hi? And he's like, no, I'm busy. Like, I don't have time for this. Which is terrible. so sad. And Padge overhears that. Yeah. And he's like, oh, there's daddy issues here. (laughs) Not if you didn't already know that. But yeah. 
there's yeah. very significant daddy issues. Yeah. But he convinces Chuck to kind of give him another chance. They like talk it out a little bit and he definitely can tell that Chuck's being a little bit vulnerable. So he's using that to his advantage and they continue their night. Back at the show, Jenny gives a volunteer a dress and a bag and said that that's her dress that she made for the after party and to keep it backstage or wherever it was supposed to be and set it aside. Blair overhears that and she goes after this assistant and kind of asks like what Jenny's job is. And the assistant says, oh, she's in charge of getting all the models ready. And Blair's like, okay, thanks. And she also walks takes her that. dress. And she takes the dress. Yeah. Yeah. So she takes that You're dress. Like, okay, what are you up to, What Blair? are you doing with that, Blair? Back at the bar, Dan converses with Chuck in regards to both of their fathers. And they kind of bring up that. And Chuck reveals a big secret that, well, not really secret, but a big devastating part of his life is that his dad doesn't like him or hates him because while his mother was in childbirth with him, she died. Yeah. And so he's always resented him and feels like he's the reason why his mother is not with them. Right. And that's heavy. That is super heavy. Patch is like, oh, whoa. Like, yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. But makes a mental note and we see later uses that and writes it down because yeah. that's something huge. Yeah. And something that's like a like something that makes Chuck tick. So he wants to use right. that in his Charlie Trout character. Yeah. Chuck kind of ignores Dan at this point and sees a girl across the room. <laughs> so cringy. She's at the bar and he approaches her and is like, hey. And she's like, hey. And he's like, how much for whatever night? I'll pay cash Yeah, I'll up pay cash. And she's like, what? And then he's like, oh, I'm sorry, my mistake, which is like, what? How do you mistake that? But OK. And then the boyfriend comes over to Chuck and asks, like, did you just mistake my girlfriend for a hooker? Chuck's like, it was an honest mistake. No, dude, that's not <laughs> that's an honest not what you mistake. Say I mean, I guess, yeah, girlfriend. it's an honest mistake, yeah. but mm-mm. he's he's ready to pounce this guy. And before he can even do it, Dan punches him. And knocks him to the ground. And Chuck's like, oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, props to you, Padgy. Right? For stepping in. Mm-hmm. At the loft, Rufus arrives to find it's empty. And he's looking for Jenny. And he's, like, screaming, where's Jenny? And decides he's going to play his messages. Gets a message from, from um, Headmaster Queller. And she's like, we need to talk ASAP. Things have escalated. Things are out of control. So that just sends Rufus off. Back at the show, Laurel and Jenny are talking and they're kind of really glad with the way things are progressing. Everything seems to be running smoothly, thank God. And then Jenny gets a call from her dad, which she ignores. It comes up on her phone. She's like, "Mm, I'm busy. I'm going to ignore this. And she knows she's in trouble. Yeah. We have her go backstage and Blair's like the only one back there. Jenny's like, where are all the models? And Blair's like, oh, someone told them they were overworked and they believed her and they all went home. And Jenny's Uh, like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, stop sabotaging me, bitch. Stop. Right? It's like she's doing this because of Serena, but she's sabotaging, like literally sabotaging everything Jenny is doing. Oh, yeah. And and then that will trickle into her mother. Exactly. It's like, 
She doesn't think like yeah. she doesn't think like that. All the way through. Yeah. And then Laurel comes in and she's like, Where are the models? And Jenny's like, They're gone. And she's and like, What the hell do you mean? I have to gone? give it up to Jenny. She never once blamed Blame Blair. Blair. She never blamed Blair. Instead, it's insane to me. She's like, They're gone. And I'll I have a, a but plan. I'll fix it. She always has a plan. Yeah. She sees Poppy and Serena sitting in the front row and she's like, I have the plan. And so you're like, Oh, okay, that's smart. Gonna use Very all the socialites smart. as the models. And real girls. Real girls. You know, real, real really, really skinny girls. Real girls. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Chuck and Padgy Boy got arrested for brawling in public. Mm-hmm. They're in jail together in the same cell. Chuck says to Dan that his dad's not going to care that he's in there. He's just a nuisance to him and a bother and probably just bail him out and be annoyed that he has to call his yeah. lawyer, which is awful then an officer comes in this is when he tells him about the childbirth situation an officer comes in and unlocks the cell and says like chuck's free to leave but then chuck says maybe i can get my lawyer to you know take you under and and get you out of here too so the the two of them shake hands and that's like their their deal yeah right they had like a night together and they're like now they're bros a little bit yeah at the vanderwoodson house bart comes home meow and Lily's super excited to see him. She's thirsty for that. Yes, she is. She's like, oh, hey, honey, where you been? Don't ever leave again. Like, I might have to steal your passport. Yeah, like, lock you up. And they're very romantic and chummy. And he's like, I have a gift for you. And she's like, you do? What could it possibly be? And he pulls out this necklace. Huge emerald. Beautiful. And she's taken back because she's not expecting this to be the gift and he can read it in her face that something's wrong and he's like if it's not your style we can return it and she's like no it's great but did you get anything else did you happen to have made a art purchase in the past few days he's like i did and she's like when can i see it i can't believe you got it i'm so happy i love it and he's like you'll never see it and nobody ever will what a weird turn right and she's like what what do you mean and he says he's a very powerful person and his family means everything to him. Sure does, whatever. Yeah. Um, and his reputation. And there's no way if this got out that he'd be able, you know, be okay with it because I because she's modeling nude. I whatever. I mean, I I'm mean, sure it's really <laughs> I know. And for her, you know? Absolutely. But it comes out, though, that he hired someone. She says to him, how did you even know I did this? What do you have a dossier on me? And he says nothing and just looks back at her. And she's like, let me see this. Oh, hell no. Yeah. Pissed. I mean, rightfully so. Pissed. Back at the show, Eleanor is like going crazy because there are no models. And she's like, what's happening? What's happening? And then she sees that these socialites are dressed in her uh, designs and she's like, all right, (laughs) it's not the worst thing ever. The dress fits. I can deal with this. That's backstage. Serena confesses to Poppy that she doesn't feel right modeling. I love this scene. She's afraid of what Blair would say and doesn't want to hurt her feelings. But Poppy goes back at her and she's like, stop letting Blair like damper dampen your spirit and make you feel like you're not allowed to be who you are because she's insecure yeah that's powerful words it's super powerful and she says how she used to have a best friend that was Mm -hmm. like this and then it got to the point where she couldn't just 
you know, lessen her happiness and her light because her best friend couldn't support it. And Serena's like, you know what? And like takes that to heart. But then Blair comes over and she seems to be okay with Serena, you know, modeling in the show, gives her the design in the bag. And Michelle's like, wait, the final dress. Right. Isn't that, you know, Jenny's bag? I'm like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) yep. And so she gives that to Serena. And of course, Serena is the final dress and so we don't see her until the end of the fashion show but all the socialites are walking down the runway and it's awesome everyone's doing really well we see Serena finally go on stage and Jenny's like wait a minute where I'm holding her dress that she's supposed to be in and Blair's like no you're not she's in the finale dress and Jenny's like oh my god that's my dress which it looks amazing it looked amazing next to everything and the you know it looked uh, perfect. Yeah, it was perfect. Jenny for it used all. scraps to make a dress right, for herself. Right, right, right. So she, everyone's shocked. Eleanor comes over. She's like, "Oh my god, that's not my design. Get it off the stage right now!" But then Jenny says, "Yeah, you're right. It's not. It's my design." Which is like, "Oh my god, this is terrible. Absolutely terrible." Um, and then Jenny turns around to Blair and she's like, "What the hell? I looked up to you because I felt like you were the person." That was more relatable like me. I get like this is then she realizes she's like, oh, this is about Serena. Like this whole thing isn't about me. It's about Serena. It clicked. clicked. And so they kind of have a nice moment together. Yeah. It's funny. They say she can relate to Blair because they work for things. Right. Unlike Serena. Serena just never has to to do anything. It comes easy for her. She wanted to be Blair's friend. Right. Not Serena. Not Serena. Right. Like it was, she set out to be Blair's friend, even though you know she was Serena's friend right, right, because right. of Padge. But mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, we're more alike than we think." Right? Exactly. We go back to jail, and Chuck is ready to leave, and he gets his bag of clothes, which ends up not being his stuff. It ends up being a piece of paper, which was Dan's. Yeah. And he's reading it and realized that. Dan's been playing him this whole time, trying to get information out of him. He's writing a story, and Chuck is immediately angry. Chucky finds Charles. <laughs> Chucky finds Charlie. out about Charles. Yeah. yeah. Uh, at the Vanderwoodsons now, Lily is so angry at Bart, understandably. And she kind of explains to him like these files that you have. Like, and she had like he had a letter from her ex college boyfriend or something, and then he's like, "Yeah, the professor that you slept with," and all these other things, and she's like, but I'm not that person anymore. And she also says, I'm proud of who I was. I'm right. not going to apologize right. for it. And then Bart says, and I love you, I actually. Know. I do love you for all these things. And she doesn't want her kids, or no, no, yeah, she doesn't want her kids to find out that he did all of this, and he hands her an envelope. Right, and he says, she, yeah, she, I think she kind of said, like, I want my kids to be proud of right, me. Right. And so he hands her an envelope. He's like, oh, would they be proud of this? We don't know what's in the envelope, but he yeah. gives that to her. And she's like, oh, my God, how do you know about this? Or who gave this to you? And I then mean, we close the scene off with that. Meanwhile, uh, after reading the story, Chuck tells Dan that he knows what he did while Dan's still in the cell. And that he needs to watch his back. And he's pissed. And he lied about his mother. And he lied. Yeah, he's like. You know, whatever I said before didn't happen. My mom actually died in a plane crash when he was six. Yeah. So, and then Dan's like, what the hell? Confused. And then we were all confused, you know? Yeah. We're all Dan. Yeah. (laughs) Back at the show, Eleanor 
accuses Jenny of sabotaging the show. She's like, you did this on purpose. You wanted everyone to see your work and not mine. And Jenny's like, I promise you I didn't. I absolutely didn't. Um, And she pretty much threatens to like exploit this. And then they get interrupted by Laurel. And then Laurel says that Andre Leon Talley loved the dress <laughs> and that he can't wait to talk to her about it. And everyone's going crazy about this finale dress. And Jenny's like, oh, my God, this is my design. Everyone's like, oh, my God, this is Jenny's design. Then Blair comes over and she overhears this. And all of them, even Jenny, are encouraging Eleanor to take the credit for this dress. Yeah. They're like, you have to do it. And then that's when Jenny says, I pretty much made this dress based off your design so it's pretty much yours but that upsets Eleanor because she's like I do not need credit from a child right the permission for credit but ultimately everyone convinces her yeah and And Blair does because Blair's like oh this was not Jenny you know right exactly yeah sabotage yeah then right after that another assistant comes up to Jenny and is like someone is claiming to be your father outside um no should we let him in and she's like oh no my dad's been out of town it's impossible so she doesn't even let her father come in which is crazy it's this girl here right when this was happening i was like okay you know what i don't i wouldn't want to make a scene either right right no i get it i would have let my dad in i know i get that which is awful it's awful it's so not a good thing it's so shitty we go back to jail noah ends up having to bail padge out and padge tells him that chuck has a secret and that it's that he thinks he killed his mother and so noah's like there it is that's great now use it but dan's like uh yeah. I don't want to have to exploit people in order to be a good writer. And then Noah's like, well, otherwise you have nothing and uh, a second rate writer or whatever he calls him. And then Padge goes back at him like, well, you're a manipulative author who, you know, takes his interns and yeah. s- tries to, you know, spin the truth and whatever. So he leaves. But, you know, nice that he got bailed out by him. <laughs> He's like, I'll read your stories in Reader's Digest. Yeah, right. It would be my uh, my pa- my bookmark or something yeah. like that or yeah. to hold my page up. Yeah. Yeah. We go back to the show after everything is done and Eleanor is cheersing to Jenny. And everyone is. Everyone holds their I champagnes know, up. It's so nice. Right? And she's like, wow, this is awesome. But as Eleanor is giving the whole speech towards the end, then Jenny sees Rufus is <laughs> watching this whole thing. And she's like, shit, I'm done. Yeah, That's there, it. <laughs> there's fire flames that in is, Rufy's that eyes. That is absolutely it. Yeah. Then we have a heartbreaking moment between Blair and Serena again. Blair goes up to Serena and tries to apologize. And Serena already knows that Blair is the one that gave her this. And it's a, it was so embarrassing. She could have really embarrassed her. She says that she's no longer going to bend over backwards to be Blair's friend. If you're if you're going to be my friend, just accept me. If not, let's not continue to do this. And she calls her insecure, which we all know she, she is. is. She has the, the fighting words there, and Blair is very hurt. What do you think of this? Scene? I'm I'm proud of Serena for standing up to Blair because at this point, Blair has done so many numerous shitty things this night to sabotage everything and she's not even caring about who she's getting in the crossfires of all of it so she's sabotaging jenny which then ultimately is sabotaging serena which is sabotaging her mother serena's like no i'm not doing this anymore you're obviously if you were my true friend 
you would just support me and not try and get back at me at whatever cost. So if this is like a big mood that is super motivating yeah. and what we should live by. Mm, Unfortunately, <laughs> not great for Blair or your no. friend who might be insecure. Right. You don't say this to a really insecure person, but it's really she's just hard, so, though. She's had it with her. She's just had it. And it and like I get that Serena's a socialite. Serena's the it girl. Serena's always been the it girl. Right. Serena doesn't have to try for everything. But why should she not have herself shine because her best friend is insecure about it? Yeah. Yeah. And it and wants to be on top and is queen bee at school and and Serena's like, it doesn't matter what the girls think because Yes, I'm Queen Bee this week. Right. Next week, they'll love someone she else. And then they'll come that. back to you. Right. They'll essentially always go back to Blair. Right. Blair and her just don't, they just don't see eye to eye yeah. about that. Yeah. Elsewhere, Jenny then explains to Rufus what was going on. And he wants her absolutely to give this, this is it. That's your last straw. You're Red done with water this school. Yeah, that it. is it. You're done. And she's like, no, I'm not. And he's like, yeah, you are. And just because you have this passion doesn't mean you should pursue it right this moment. And it's great if this passion decides to really take off for you. I hope that it does. But in reality, it may not. She's like, oh, like you, you were, you know, a failed singer or it worked out for you. And he's like, I don't want you to make my the same mistakes I did. I, I want you to be better than me. And she's like, well, it's too late because I already told headmistress squalor that i'm not coming back to school and she also said she's more talented than her dad yeah (laughs) you know at her age she's like well i have more talent than you dad and then which is probably the truth no but but it's also different you don't say that to your father it's a different industry right right you're still a kid in high school Uh, yeah it's hard to remember that it is it is really hard to remember as you're as you're that age it's hard to remember how old you actually and how young you actually Mm -hmm. are right you always feel like you're older and smarter and that you know more yeah but you don't. You know nothing. <laughs> you, I know absolutely nothing. That's the end until we get these last few little It's like a montage to, to of, yeah, wrap everybody up. We go to the Vander Woodson house where Chuck is rereading the story about himself that Dan wrote. Then we go to Dan, who's now making a new story. Jenny is then seeing a design that she's like proud of at the at her house. And then we go outside of the fashion venue. Blair is staring, like, through the window, watching as Serena's getting all this attention. The it girls. All the paparazzi are coming, and they're photographing her, and she's loving it, and she gets in the limo, and, like, that's the end of that. that but Gossip Girl says, the mighty will fall. Yeah. It's only temporary, all these things, but right now it's... It's weighing really heavy on Blair for to see Serena. Serena, Serena, Serena. Way. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> and that is where we close the episode. So I'm going to catch my breath and take a break. <laughs> okay. And we'll come back. Okay. We're back from break. Hey. Very limited trivia for this episode. Concertos? No concertos. Damn. I know. I feel like they did away with that in the second season. <laughs> uh, Eleanor's show was sponsored by Vitamin Water. You Shocker. didn't catch that. Yeah. I did see one of the girls pull it out of her uh-huh. swag bag. They uh, sponsored the white party from the first episode. Now they're sponsoring the fashion show. The episode was watched by 3.39 million viewers. Okay. The episode title is based off the movie The Sun Also Rises, which mm-hmm. we discussed last time. 
That is it for the trivia. I can give you the soundtrack of the episode. We have Raise the Dead by Phantom Planet, Made Concrete by the Republic Tigers, NYC Gone, Gone by Connor Obstret, Poker Face by Lady Gaga, File Adam Neek by News Nonplus, mm-hmm. The Ship Was Built to Last by Duke Spirit. Nice. <laughs> Some interesting names of bands in that. We can go into, we have a question slash comment from Muse Chick on Instagram. She says, hey ladies, happy new year. I hope you get everything you want this year and excited for more podcasts. Can I get a little shout out to my my Adriana? She's six today. Happy birthday, Adriana. She says, I don't know. I am so conflicted. I don't like that there's arguments happening between Blair and Serena, but I feel like this feisty Serena not backing down. When she feels attacked. Oh, uh, but she likes the feisty Serena not backing down when she's attacked. I do see she's always considered Blair's feelings like a friend should, but I never knew how insecure Blair was until she was so upset with her minions and they weren't listening to her. I was already thinking we were going to have a bromance between Puck. Yes, I named Padge and Chuck. Yes, I love it. Maybe Chuck would make Padge more interesting. Shittiest, I have to give it to Jenny only because of how she is acting. I mean, she's talented, but isn't she only 15 and now she's quitting school? Do you think Padge will apologize to Chuck and maybe Puck can happen? (laughs) Ha ha. What do you think Bart handed to Lily that shocked her? So, do you think Padge will go and apologize to Chuck? Yes. Okay. I do. In the next episode? Uh, Yeah, because we see Padge writing, and like Padge said, he does not want to take anybody down. He doesn't want to use people for art. Right. So, I think he will try to apologize and just be straight up with him. Right, because he's not a malicious person. No. As shitty as Chuck is, he knows what he did was wrong. Yeah, and nobody uses Chuck Bass. Nobody. Yeah. What do you think Bart handed Lily in the envelope? Pictures of her sleeping with Rufy before their Ooh, wedding. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good guess. Good that guess. That was my gut and first feelings. Okay. Love that. Mm-hmm. We shall see about that. We have an Instagram message from Lisa Delore. She asked, do you think Poppy was right about how Serena should tell Blair to get over it? She asked, what do you think of Blair sabotaging her mother's fashion show because she was mad at Serena? Also, I love Chuck and Drunk Padge is not appealing. <laughs> um, so do you think Poppy was right for the advice that she gave to Serena? I do. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. yeah, it's I don't think Poppy is meaning it in a malicious way either. I think she's just giving Serena the advice that she always needed. I think Poppy is a really positive, mature influence right now from what we're seeing. Right, exactly. And you know what? Watching this as a teenager, maybe I would have felt differently. Mm. Watching it as like a 32-year-old adult woman who has definitely evolved and grown, I'm like, I'm down with this. Yes, this is how we should feel. Yeah, and I'm trying to think of how I reacted back then because I'm, I'm, I'm assuming I was excited. I liked Blair and Serena's relationship. Of course. But watching it back here, I'm like, well, they don't really need to be friends if they're going to act like this. The thing is, though, when they were in sync and they were helping each other out, I like it. Because they put down their walls and they go because they truly love each other. But And it's unfortunate because should Blair be hurting so much that she's losing her best friend because she has so many internal struggles? No. Mm -hmm. 
Right. But Serena also, who I know Serena hasn't worked for anything and everything comes easy to her, but should she not feel good about herself either? And always worry that, hey, listen, I've had friends in my past who maybe you guys can relate, but that sometimes you always felt you needed to kind of tone things down because you were afraid to hurt their feelings. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Have you ever had a friend like that? Or someone in your past? He's like, you don't tell stories to to that person because you're afraid it's going to make them feel some type of way. Yeah. Yeah. Either petty or jealous and you're like, no. Right. And you just don't truly mean it that way. But there are people that just want to share your happiness or how you're glowing or your light or, you know. And then that's why those people are not really in your life anymore, you know? Right. Or it was just we've evolved now and when we were younger it was just different. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We also have Carrie James underscore 13 on Instagram. She sent us a nice message saying, hey, girls, I listen to your podcast every week and I love it. I am an OG watcher and used to love Dan, but this time around he seems creepy and weird. Maybe it's because I've watched you. Oh, yes. It's because it's Joe Goldberg. Yeah. She uh, sent us a BuzzFeed article and she says, Michelle, do not read this. There are spoilers, but it's (laughs) uh, BuzzFeed.com and it's. Season two of You is here, and so are all the Dan Humphrey jokes. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, so I will post that on Patreon. It's not spoiler-free, but if you're interested and you've watched You, you definitely should check it out because it is good. Yeah. So thank you to all of our questions and comments from you people. We love you so much. Thank you. We can go into some fashion first. I loved Blair's outfit in the first scene when we see her. She's wearing a very... The silk shirt. The silk with shirt with the, like, the skirt. The tie thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love that. Um, how many headbands did you have? I have... I have seven. I have seven as well. Nice. Seven headbands. Yeah. Um, I also liked Blair's black dress with like the ruffle lace sleeves when Serena comes to talk to her about yep. the after, sh- after party stuff. I loved that on her. That looked great. I also really liked Lily's dress that was had like the green floral all Very over pretty. it. I thought that was really pretty. I liked Serena's dress she wore at the fashion show. The taupe dress mm-hmm. with like the had like a, the bangle on it yeah. attached to it. We also liked Chuck's uh, white, the gray with the white the ensemble yeah, at the suit. bar. Sec- the second night. Nope, the first the night ensemble. F- for- yeah. No, the second night because that's what when was- he gets punched in that suit. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. No, you're right. I think I liked his first night suit, too. I don't remember it now. <laughs> I think I'm confusing my suits. Hmm. Whatever. Chuck's Whatever fashion suits. didn't annoy me. Right. We liked Chuck's fashion in this episode. Yeah. And then I felt like everyone looked really good at the fashion show. I really enjoyed Serena in the last party dress. She looked really Jenny's good. Jenny's dress. Jenny's dress. Yeah. yeah. Love the color. Yeah. I'm a sucker for green. I know. I love green, Lots too. of green in Eleanor's show, so that worked yeah. perfectly. Uh, and I think that's all I have. Yeah. We can go into some quotes. I have, at least his lame 90s dad likes him. <laughs> I have, Serena says, you just became the coolest mom on the Upper East Side. Uh, Kristen Dunst, so 2007. Yeah, love that. Serena is just keeping my seat warm, says Blair. I would like to experience the world through Chuck Bass. I have, the writer says, find your Bukowski. <laughs> I just like the way he said that. Facts are facts. Mm. Fix this thing before I faint, says Eleanor. 
twins find me. Yes, I also had that one. Rufus says about Blair, what could we have done to get a visit from you? Yeah, that was really good. Spare me the dramatics for one day. Yeah. I love this one. Spotted, Dan Humphrey, shoeless, clueless, and that's all. <laughs> that's my favorite that quote of the episode. So good. I had that one down too. Yeah. Even Bart Bass doesn't hate babies. <laughs> I have Serena just glides through. I want to be safe and wait, be safe and use people for art. I guess, yeah. Did Something I write that Padge. wrong? No, because Ben Padge is talking to the professor. I must have wrote it really fast, but I thought he was saying, like, I want to be safe and use people for art and not use their internal struggles against mm-hmm, them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Do we want to go into MVP and shittiest? Yeah. I struggled a little bit with my MVP, but. Same. Ready? Mm-hmm. Three, two, one. Jenny. Jenny. Yeah. I, you listen, I love, I, again, I said this, Michelle's a broken record. <laughs> Because I said it all throughout the episode, but I admire her, just her going forward, believing in herself. You know, Eleanor believes in her too. Mm-hmm. And Laurel respects. I think right. it's like going with the respect and knowing what you want to do because at that age, you don't know what you really want right. to do. It's very rare. And she has talent. Yeah. And the does. ambition, just the ambition. She's very ambitious. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I initially. Didn't feel like anyone was the MVP. I didn't really know who to pick. But then as we were discussing, I'm like, you know what? I feel like she deserves that. Yeah. As much as the her decisions, I don't know if I 100% agree with the whole not going to school Like going thing. over how she went about it. Right. Like she lied. She's been lying and she's been literally skipping school the entire week de- plus 10 right. days or so. Which nobody knew that, and then so she, and then she's lying to her boss, lying to her family. It's not good. Yeah, but you got to admire the ambitious, absolutely the ambition of it. So, yeah. and she saved the show, and she saved the show. Cheers to Jenny with yeah. the champagne. Yeah, shittiest three, two, one, Blair. Blair. Yeah, you got to give it to her. Even though I understand it, yeah, the discussion. I just no, no, no. We still look at it as like you're an immature child yeah and very insecure yeah which and not we're not using the in, her insecurity to make her the shittiest no definitely it's not. just no i understand why she's insecure i know and i just want you to grow up a little bit yeah but that's us looking at her because she's she plays a very good 17 year old yeah you know? i feel like, like her and jenny both play really good yeah. young Definitely. Yeah, I don't I don't kids. feel sometimes I feel like Serena's decisions are childish, but generally I don't think so. I think sometimes she's a little dense with her decisions, but they're right. not like immature whereas yeah. Blair's clearly are because she's petty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah very yeah. very petty. She's very petty. Well, is it time of the night? Time for patron of the week. It's patron of the it's week. Patron of the week. Yes, it is time to announce our multiple patrons of the week. We have the quad, aka my squad, but I call them quad because there's four of them. Quad, so clever. In our quad, it consists of our good friends, Jessica, Letitia, Nicole, and Victoria. You guys are awesome. You were, you sent us 
beautiful gifts and you thought of us during the holiday season and it was so nice to kind of relax and get these awesome gifts from you guys and we just really appreciate you taking the effort to even just send us anything to the P.O. Box. And it's so exciting to go to the P.O. Box and know that there's something in there. It just it was awesome. And um, Vic sent us an awesome um, ornament with wine on it. And Nicole made amazing looking cookies. They were absolutely gorgeous. Winter themed cookies. Letitia sent us um, mugs and got michelle the complete season of a series of the, the oc box that it's gorgeous Crazy. and just sent us a beautiful christmas card so we just really love you guys and you're our squad for life because you guys are all og years and we I love you it's we amazing really i will give you the title for next week okay tis new haven can wait Ooh, connecticut <laughs> New Haven can Holy wait. shit, we're going to Yale. Maybe. <gasps> oh my God, are we shooting in New Haven? Although it's saying New Haven can wait. So Yale can wait. So <laughs> Badgy maybe is going to hold back. He's trying to write the great American next story mm-hmm. so he can get into Yale. Right, he wants to get Yale because Dartmouth is out. Now it's Yale. Was Dartmouth on? Dartmouth was his original, yeah. Yeah. So maybe writing for that can wait because he has to make up what Chucky Trout. (laughs) Charlie Trout. Yeah, Chucky (laughs) Trout. I'm morphing the two because Mm -hmm, they are one. Gotcha. So that's where I'm going with that. Okay. Yeah. So that's Dan's storyline. What about the girls? Also... Serena was in boarding school in Connecticut? No. No. She was in boarding school, right? She was, yeah. Away in boarding school? I don't know. For a temporary time, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why she was thought at Connecticut. Perhaps I need to get off the whole Connecticut thing. <laughs> well. Wow. New um, Haven. I, I get where you're going with that. Yeah, I mean, it's Yale Town. It's New Haven. Right. And New Haven Pizza, mm. which is a whole other. The only reason I know this is because I have a, a handful of friends who live in the Connecticut, Connecticut area, the yeah. New Haven area. <laughs> so I've had their mashed potato pizza yeah, and all that good stuff. But anyway, uh, Serena, I'm actually, as much as I don't want to see two girls fight on screen, I'm looking forward to seeing these storylines mm. because maybe Blair will reach out to Chuck because she's so vulnerable right now. Mm-hmm. And also her and Jenny, I guess, are good again. For the moment, yeah. Yeah. And Serena, I would like to see more of her socialite party life with Poppy. Mm-hmm. Is Poppy continuing or she... She's not on the island. She's not. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Awesome. Yeah. Because I want to see more of that. We definitely see more of her. The thing is, I hope Serena's newfound appreciation for herself doesn't turn into an egotistical disaster tornado mm-hmm. dumpster mm-hmm. fire right because <laughs> that would really suck it would suck because you like take that advice like i feel like i need to like repeat this to myself in the mirror as poppy said that's your mantra but i it wouldn't ruin me it would just give me like this boost of like yes i am worth it mm-hmm. yes let me have my light shine right 
but not be a bitch. I'm not gonna doing it. Take down everyone, right? Like you don't have to act the way Blair does when she thinks she's yes. ruling everyone. Exactly. Well, her you know her terms are literally ruling. Like, right. She doesn't believe anyone is her equal. She's queen. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 Serena doesn't generally have that she doesn't persona. Like she doesn't really care what others feel. And she think. doesn't. No, she doesn't. And and you can see too, even when she's explaining to Blair, like you know, it's just a fad. Like she knows that they're following her. But she doesn't really take it where she's like, you do this, you do that. No, you know, it's not, no, no, It's not in she her. She gets no joy from this, right. from having people following her. Right. It's time for you to predict who you think <laughs> our good old friend Gossip Girl is. It's really tough. Like It, it is, is every tough. Week. It's always tough, yeah. If you were me, who would you pick? <laughs> if I was you... Well, I'm trying to think of who would stand out in this episode. Nate wasn't in the episode. I was going to say Nate. Was he behind the scenes working for Maybe. Nate is so lost <laughs> that there's no way he's fucking Gossip Girl. There, like, it's not even in his wheelhouse. And you know what? If he ends up being Gossip Girl, well, I'm well, a fool. Well, whoop de doo I'm a fool. <laughs> I'm a total fucking fool. Right? There's still so much more of the show that you have to see first before... Making any of that decision, but just a temporary decision. Poppy. Poppy. Okay. Because she's a socialite. And mm-hmm. and because she was so in close quarters with Serena and this Blair. This whole time, yeah. So. Right. She was in it. She was in it. Yeah. So she's either Gossip Girl or she's stepping off Gossip Girl. Okay. Yeah. The Minions were not at the show or they were? They... Um, you know, they were supposed to be second row, second row, so but you don't, were. don't see them though. Right. But I'm sure their seats were still there in the, I don't know. Right. Would they really get rid of their seats? I doubt it. Right. You know, because of course I was going to go with my default bitch. Penelope. Penelope. Yeah. But let's spice it up and go with Poppy. Right. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yes. That is Episode five in the books. Wow. Wow. wow Came wow. back from New Year, starting fresh. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I feel like this is a great way to start because really the storylines have not continued. Besides Jenny, you know, not going to school, we see that the whole fashion thing over and over again. But now it's like we have Serena and Blair not on good terms. Maybe Jenny and Blair will, you know, rekindle some friendship there. Um, Lily has a secret that she doesn't want anyone to know about. And um, now Chuck and Dan kind of had had a bond. Will they continue that? I don't know. We have Nate to come back. So there's a lot of... There's Where's things. Vanessa? Where is... Vanessa and Nate were not in this episode. Yeah, so we're missing some people. And um, I'm excited for what's to come because... They're setting it up for some different things. Yeah. So I am happy to continue this journey. Me too. With you, Michelle. Thank you. And we will see you guys next week. Don't forget to check us out on all social media platforms. We are at Three Gossip Girls Pod pretty much on everything except Twitter. We're the number three <laughs> Gossip Girls <laughs> Pod because Three Gossip Girls Pod was taken. How is that possible? What? I don't know. Um. And we also have an email address, 3gossipgirlspod at gmail.com. So definitely check us out 
and send us an email if you have any thoughts, if you're rewatching, if you're new and you just have to get your thoughts out there before our next episode, definitely reach out to us. We love getting emails. Um, and if you are interested in joining our little Patreon fam, we are it takes three network.com. So if you're interested, definitely check that out. Before we leave you guys, we wanted to end the episode giving you a special treat. Michelle's husband, Anthony, who does our patron, he does all of our music, but he's the one who created the patron of the week song, which everyone loves. <laughs> I hope, um, he has an extended version that it's he has finished. Mix, so. It is pretty awesome, and we hope you guys enjoy. Yeah. You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip, Gossip Girls. Patron of the it's week. Patron of the week. It's